and welcome back to Teaching Miss G. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> I hope you guys all had a great and safe holiday season. Um, I know that I had a very nice holiday break. So nice that I took an extra week off from recording. Sorry about that. Um, hopefully I'll get more consistent with this, but it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve, so bear with me. <laughs> um, break was great. I was super excited to have a couple days off to hang out with my family, and then I also got to see some of my college friends, which was so nice. I missed them so much. Um, so it was really, really great to see everybody and a nice way to start the new year with some of my friends. We all got COVID tested multiple times before seeing each other. I would like to throw that little tidbit in there. Um, we were responsible about it, but it was really, really nice to see everybody because, um, I don't know, it felt normal to all be together again. So it was great. So it's a new year and I know that everybody has new year's resolutions. I'm a procrastinator. Uh, <laughs> that's something you should know about me. And so I like to give myself a little bit of wiggle room with my New Year's resolutions, my birthday's in January. So I kind of give myself new birthday resolutions, birth, I don't know, for each new year that I turn older. Um, yeah, for each year that I get older, I give myself New Year's resolutions. Instead of starting them on January 1st, I start them on my birthday. Because that gives me a little more time to think about them, see if they're realistic, see if I can really commit to them. Um, each year they're different and I usually end up with 15 of them. This year I tried to narrow it down to eight or so, so I'm still narrowing down my list. Uh, one of the things is keeping a journal. Um, that's something that I think has been really, really nice about 2020. That's one of the good habits that I started that I want to keep up with in 2021. Um, I started doing it during the pandemic mostly because... I was like, oh, this is nuts. I'll want to remember this someday. And now um, it's just turned into a habit. <laughs> but I also started it because this YouTuber who I really love, Whitney Simmons, if you don't follow her or know who she is, she's a fitness YouTuber. But she also talks about lifestyle stuff and um, like wellness kind of, I don't know. She talks about um, self I'm trying to find the right word for it, and it's just not coming to me. Self-development? Is that the word? Um, yeah, self-development, I think, is the right word. Sorry. Um, but she talks about how she has really um, kept up with journaling and how that's helped her mentally be able to deal with everything going on this year and in the world, and it's been a very crazy time, clearly. And so that's one of the things that she did to help herself process everything. And I started it just because I was like, you know what? I trust this girl. I've followed her for a couple years. What's the worst that could happen is I buy a $10 journal on Amazon and I don't use it. Well, now the whole thing is filled and it's really, really cool to look back on how things were so different even a couple months ago. Because um, I started it, I think in April. And I was looking back on it today just to see how things have changed since I, since April, because clearly a lot has happened. And it was really funny to see. I wrote something down about how I really wanted a teaching job and I really wanted it to be like an upper elementary grade, like third or fourth grade. And 
it was funny to read it now as a fourth grade teacher thinking, oh, when I wrote this, I was really just desperate to get a job in a school because I wanted to teach so, so badly. And I was still working at a restaurant and there were no teaching jobs to be seen online. And three months later, I got the teaching job that I have now. Um, so after reading that again and looking back at it, I was like, you know, I want to keep this up. I think it's kind of cool every so often to just peek back and think things change a lot faster than it feels like they're changing. Um, so that's one of my New Year's resolutions. That was a really long-winded way of saying I want to keep up with journaling. And another one of my resolutions, um, which is going to lead a little bit into today's topic, is that I would like to be less judgmental and more observant. Um, and that goes for myself as well as others. So I want to be less judgmental of others and also of myself. Um, so yeah, I try not to judge people. And I think for the most part, I'm not a very judgmental person, but I catch myself doing it every now and again. And I think it's just the way that my brain is trained from being in a service industry job. And I'm sure that anybody who has worked in a service industry job has can relate to this on some level. I would basically look at my tables and say, okay, this is going to be a good table and this is going to be a bad table and I can tell exactly why. And it's because I categorize people into these three levels. And I'll explain the three levels so that it makes sense. Um, I am curious if other people also do this because in my brain, I kind of categorize people when I meet them into one of three types of groups. Um, and so I want to see if anybody else does this or if this just makes sense to anybody else. Um, so <laughs> when I was serving and I'll explain this as three categories of customers, but this is really just three categories of people that you meet and interact with. And it's not necessarily friends or family. It's just people. Um, so the first level is the worst one. Um, it's people who would walk into the restaurant, sit down, I'd go over and greet them and they wouldn't even look up. They wouldn't say hello. They'd just say their order or completely ignore me altogether. And then I would be standing there <laughs> either silent, <laughs> waiting for them to respond, or I would just write down their order and walk away. And those are the people where they don't care about you and they want you to know that they don't care about you. They don't want to waste their time with pleasantries. They don't care what your name is. They want their food and their drinks when they want it. And then they want to leave and they don't care that you are a human being outside of this restaurant. As far as they're concerned, you were waiting all day for them to walk through the doors and your life ceased to exist the second they walk out the doors. Um, so those are people where, not in a restaurant setting, if I were to run into them, you know, I can't say that we'd be friends. I can't say that I'd wish them any ill, but um, I can't say that we'd be friends either. They're the kinds of people who are best left alone to live in their own little world 
And that's really the only way to deal with them. There's no changing them. You just kind of let them be. The second category would be like your average customer. You know, they're nice. They might not ask you what your name is. They might not really care, but you can crack a joke with them, get a little chuckle. They're pleasant. They're not very memorable, but they're pleasant and like there's no harm. They're just average people who want to go out to eat. They'll say hello. They'll give you their order. Might be a little awkward at some points in time if they ask you a weird question, but um, they're good people. And then they get up and they leave. And if you see them again, they'll smile, say hi, and you'll have a very similar interaction pretty much every time you see them. And those are the kinds of people who are easy to deal with. You know, they're not contributing too much, (laughs) but they're also not giving you a negative experience. They're just kind of there and that's okay. Um, And then there's the third level of customer or person, which is usually my favorite. And these are the people who are awesome. Like by the end of the night, you want to tell them to wait there so you can pull up a chair and have a drink with them. They are funny and interesting and they ask you about yourself. They listen when you talk about yourself and they'll usually end up becoming regulars. The next time they walk in, they'll say, is Gabby working tonight? And (laughs) those end up being the most fun kind of people because those are the people who make their own fun. And you can tell that they're just happy people because no matter where they go or who they're with, they end up having a good time or like sharing a little bit about themselves. They're very personable. Um, And so... I personally believe that I try not to judge when people are like this. The only group of, of out of those three that I tend to really be judgmental towards is the level one people, because those are the people who give you the hardest time. So like when I was serving, if somebody walked in, I walked over and said hi, and they said gin martini dry and didn't look up, I roll my eyes. I probably huffed and puffed a little bit and I was like, who does this person think they are? But in reality, it does not affect me at all whether or not they are rude. So I would judge them a little bit, but as far as observing, you can kind of break it down to how they treat one another as well as how they treat you. It's kind of hard to explain, um... So I'm going to try and give an example instead. So when I say a level one person, I'm going to explain this as a customer and then I'll try and come up with an example as like a human being that you might interact with. So a level one customer. An example of this would be a guy came in, sat down by himself, and he was probably in his early 50s and he said that a buddy was coming to meet him. Now, the laws in Massachusetts state that you have to wait until the other person comes before you can drop a beverage for a second person. So he orders a beer for himself and a cocktail for his buddy. And I said, that's totally fine. I just have to wait until your friend gets here before I can drop his drink off, but I'll bring yours right over. So he, I come back over and his buddy... Um, turns out to be his son, who looks like he is maybe 17 years old. So I ask the son, I drop off the beer and say, hi, can I just see your ID before I bring your drink over? And this guy turns to me and goes, he's my son and I'm telling you he's 22. 
bring the drink over. And I say, okay, I'm sorry, but I need to see his ID before I can bring a drink over. It's just the rules. <laughs> and this kid goes, no, no, it's okay. Like, I forgot my ID. It's totally my fault. Um, don't worry about it. But his dad keeps arguing with me saying, I told you he's 22. Why don't you bring the drink over? I wouldn't lie, blah, blah, blah. And I had to explain to him it's the law that now that I asked him for his ID, since he didn't present it, I can't bring him an alcoholic beverage. I can bring him anything else he wants. I can bring you whatever else you want. Um, but even if he were 35, I couldn't bring a drink over because he doesn't have his ID on him and I asked him for it. Um, and this guy was so unbelievably rude the rest of the night. I still brought over dinner brought over everything. His son was very polite, but he was not. And so I knew going into handing them the check that he was not going to give me a tip. I just knew based off the sour puss on his face, every time I walked over, he was very angry that I couldn't take him for his word. And so once he got up and left after paying, I looked down, did not tip me. That was only not surprising to me because I had encountered someone very similar when I first started waitressing two years before. So again, people like that, no matter what I did after not taking his word for the beverage, no matter what I did after that, I was not going to get a tip. <laughs> and I knew that because once you encounter somebody who does not want any answer other than I want my way. <laughs> there is no pleasing them. There's no pleasing a level one person who doesn't get their way. I mean, a level one person you could give perfect service to, give them everything they wanted, and they still might tip you 15% just because the drinks didn't come out fast enough, even though that's not your fault. Um, and so I feel like there are lots of people that you might encounter in life, because I know that I've encountered a couple level one people outside of working in a restaurant, there's just no pleasing them. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. And so I try not to judge even level one people. I keep calling them level one people as if that's a real thing, but that's the only way that I can categorize them. I try really hard not to judge them because maybe they're going through something. Maybe they're miserable for a reason. All I know is they're pretty miserable and there's not anything that I can do to fix that. So however they treat me is not my problem. And that is something that is tough to remember in the moment when you're dealing with someone like that. But it's important to remember because it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you say. They came in with a certain attitude that they were determined to leave with. That is not my problem. Level two people, level two people are cool. Like in a restaurant, the only example I can give are like wine moms and beer dads. They come in, they hang out for a couple hours. They might make light conversation with you, but so long as you give them their food and their drinks, they're going to leave happy. They don't need much interaction with you. And those are very easy people to get along with in any facet of life. They are living their own life. They're doing their own thing. And they seem content with whatever they're doing. That's it. 
they kind of just exist parallel to you. Like, you don't have to do much to make them happy. They don't need or want much from you. And it's fine. And I think those are the easiest kinds of people to get along with because it, they don't really affect you and you don't really affect them. So if you encounter a stranger who's just pleasant, <laughs> like it could be that you're at your local grocery store and the cashier is just having a pleasant, light conversation with you, that would be what I consider to be a level two person. Like they're nice, they're pleasant. You might not remember their name, but if you see their face, you go, oh, they're nice. And that's it. And I think those kinds of people are very easy to not judge um, because all you have to do is just say hi and that's it. Very easy to please. You don't know too much about them. You don't judge them. The next kind of person, it's a level three person who are my personal favorite kind of people. (laughs) Um, So level three people, the examples that I would give in a restaurant setting would be either other people who you can tell have worked in a restaurant because, like, they stack all the plates for you or they're regulars who come in and joke around with you. Like, I remember there were these two guys who would come in every single day. We opened at 4.30. They were there at 4.35. Um, they worked construction jobs and they would just sit at the corner. They knew everybody's names and they would just talk to you throughout the whole shift. Like, they would make jokes if you dropped something They'd give you a little bit of grief for it, and then they'd laugh it off with you and joke about their day. They're great. And then there's other regulars who come in at the same time every single week. They'd sit down. They'd talk about their lives. They'd order the same drink every single time. As soon as they walk through the door, you know exactly what to bring over for them. And it's just consistently nice and interesting people. And so I think that those the level three type of person is my favorite type of person because they still, they never get too deep, but you know enough about their life and they know enough about your life that you care about them in your own way. Like they're the kinds of people where you're happy to see them when they walk through the door. It feels like cheers. That's the only way I can describe level three people in a restaurant is they walk through the door and you're like, let me fill you in on what you missed since last time or how's your wife doing? Or how's your daughter? How's this? How's that? Like, you know about their life and you care about their life. Um, Even though they could be wildly different from you. And I think that's why level three people, again, I keep using these levels. That's the way it makes sense in my head. So I'm sorry if it doesn't make sense in your head. Um, But they're awesome because they're usually the people who teach you little new things that you might not have known about. Um, and so that's why I think they're the best kind of people to keep in your life and to not judge. Um, level three people can sometimes be a little eccentric. I've had a couple people who were regulars that were a little crazy. Um, but usually at the end of the day, they're happy people who have a good heart and have good intentions. Um, but they also can be a little nuts. And that's where the non-judging comes in. It's just the categorizing. Because I think, and this could be me and I could be more judgy than I think I am. Um, But anytime I meet somebody, that's just kind of the way my brain works is I think if I were to serve this person, how would they treat me? Like, would you be a regular? Would you be somebody where by the end of 20 minutes, I would want to sit down and hang out with you? Or are you somebody where if I was not 
presented to you as a friend of a friend, I was presented to you as a server, you wouldn't give me the time of day. Um, because I think it says a lot about somebody, how they treat people that they don't have to be nice to. Um, I, I think that by observing how somebody treats not just servers, but baristas or, um, somebody who works at a grocery store or even just a stranger who holds the door open for them. I think that as you watch how others treat someone, that it's not necessary they be nice to. That tells you way more about them than how they treat their friends or how they treat um, someone that you already know or that they already know. Because I can tell you after meeting somebody for 10 minutes what level I would put them in as a server. Even if somebody walks up to me and they are the sweetest thing in the world to my face, I could probably tell if they will turn around and say something mean behind my back because it's all about observing. And I know that that sounds, I think there's a fine line between judging and observing. And I think where judging comes in is when you try to either understand why people act the way that they do, or when you try to change how people act the way that they do. That's when judging comes in. Because I can observe, oh, she talks about her friends behind her back. Like, that's not really an admirable quality. But I don't know how her friends treat her. I don't know what she might be dealing with in her life. So I can say, you're a level, you're a level two. You're fun to be around, but you're not somebody I necessarily want to be close to without saying you're a bad person. I think when we say why or try too hard to understand why people act the way that they do, we tend to, like, it might not be intentional, but judgments tend to come out. And so I think that reminding ourselves that, and by ourselves, I mean me. This is part of my New Year's resolution. I sometimes need to remind myself that not everybody has the same thought process as I do, and that's okay. Because there are certain things where I watch and I'm like, I would never do that. But I'm also a different person who has had different experiences. And I behave the way that I do for certain reasons, and that's okay. But other people behave the way that they do for certain reasons too. I think that as I've gotten, I keep saying, as I've gotten older, as if I'm super mature, um, I'm not. <laughs> I am simply trying to figure it all out. Um, but one of the things that I realized about myself is as soon as I start thinking too much about why, I get way too into trying to understand other people's actions instead of just accepting their actions for what they are. It doesn't always matter why. And I think that's okay. Like, Sometimes people just act the way they do because that's how they are. And accepting that is a lot easier and saves you a lot more energy than trying to understand the why behind everything that other people do. Because um, I don't even really understand the why behind everything I do. So trying to figure out other people, too much. Don't have the energy for that. Not really productive use of my energy or time. And I think, <laughs> I hope that other people can relate to that too, because I know um, it's easy to be too hard on yourself. And sometimes when you're too hard on yourself, 
you can be hard on others around you. So I think part of my New Year's resolution as for not judging people and just observing also goes for myself. I want to, instead of beating myself up for reacting in certain ways, I want to just be observant of how I react to certain things. Like, for example, um, I get a little stressed (laughs) pretty easily. Um, When it comes to school, I just, I sometimes get worked up because I want to have everything perfect for my students. I want everything to be a certain way. There are certain number of things I want to accomplish each week and I want to get them done in a certain timeline. And if I don't meet that timeline, I get very agitated and very impatient with myself. And I think that observing my own behavior and saying it's not realistic to set that many goals for yourself within that period of time is a good thing. And instead of judging myself, saying, I wish that I got all 15 things done in three days, saying, realistically, I do not have the time or energy to get 15 things done in three days. How about I split it over six days? I think that observing myself and my own patterns can help me set more realistic goals for myself, more realistic boundaries for myself, because I think that was another big thing that I learned in 2020. It's like, it's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to say, hey, my phone's on do not disturb right now for a reason, so I'm not going to answer your text for two or three hours. That's okay. (laughs) and you don't have to feel bad about that but I did feel bad about that and sometimes I still do um so that's something that we're gonna work on now that I'm not for the new year it's not for 2021 it's for um 24 that's (laughs) once I turn 24 that's when I'm going to dive headfirst into these goals so for the next couple weeks I'm just gonna enjoy judging people and uh setting unrealistic goals for myself (laughs) um but yeah I think that I don't know I'm ranting again and again I promise I'm going to have interviews on here at some point so that you can hear someone besides just me but the name of the game this year is not judging other people or yourself because there's a lot of things to judge at this point in time And I think that trying to understand everybody is going to drive me nuts, at least. I can't speak for everybody, but I think I tried to take the same approach with adults as I do with kids, which is as a teacher, like, it's my job to look at the students in front of me and say, what is their pattern of behavior? What do I think is causing that pattern of behavior? Maybe they're struggling in math class. Why is that happening? What can I do? Um... And I think that that's a great approach to take as a teacher with students. It's not necessarily the best approach to, I mean, it's a good approach to take with adults, but not every adult that you meet, because that's wildly exhausting. Um, So (laughs) as far as this year, I'm going to save that kind of thought process and energy for my students. And as far as other adults... I'm just going to accept that they behave the way they behave and let them worry about it. Um, And that's pretty much all I can do. And it feels pretty good to say that. So let's see if I can actually do it. I'm saying this on the podcast now because it's going to hold me accountable to observing and not judging. 
we'll see. I'll keep you posted on how it's going. If I have any fun observing stories, I'll try to slide those in. But as far as other resolutions, I haven't... I'll keep you updated. By the time I post my next podcast, I should be 24. So I'll let you know what the official end of my list is. For right now, it's journaling, uh, not judging people, and... I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, reading for fun again. I started reading for fun this year for the first time in forever because we had literally nothing but time. And so that's one of my other resolutions. So I think I'm going to come up with like four or five more maybe. See if I can stick to those. I'll let you know what the final <laughs> what the final list ends up being. But as far as right now, please let me know what you think about being judgmental versus being observant because I try to think it's a fine line but maybe I'm just really judgmental and don't want to admit it to myself so yeah help me out with that one (laughs) I would love to know what you think um so this is going to be the end thank you again if you've listened to me for a full half hour I really appreciate that (laughs) and I will see you guys well not see you guys because it's a podcast you don't see me Um, but I will talk to you guys very soon. Bye.